0: My uh, a quick caveat to this before we kick off. Obviously, um, right now we're in the midst of the COVID. At uh, the point of this is recorded, we're in the midst of the COVID nineteen lockdown crisis, social distancing, self isolation. palaver that is going nice. on. Um, so this podcast is recorded via Skype, um, but the audio should be fine. I think always hard for me to tell because my state of my hearing, but I think it's fine. Um, yeah, just letting you know, in case you expect me to hear studio quality sound, you're not gonna find it. This is done from the comfort of my own home. Uh sponsoring the podcast today are West Nissan, the UK's largest Nissan dealership. A Nissan dealership that has strong military ties. The M D himself, Mr Tony Lewis, is in fact ex military himself. Um and they also Demonstrated support in other ways uh, through offering a 20% of, sorry, the support is evidenced in other ways. They offer up to a 20% discount to uh, purchases of new or used vehicles for um, serving personnel or veterans. So if you're out or you're in, you can get up to 20% off purchases with Westway Nissan. You can purchase from Westway. You can also do lease hire with Westway. They do um new unused vehicles as i mentioned already and they also do commercial type vehicles as well as private type vehicles cars to four by fours to pickups to nissan gtr to vans they do it all so if you're after a vehicle get yourself to westway nissan they've got exclusive deals with nissan where westway sells certain models of nissan that no other dealership could sell in the uk that's a deal the kind of uh, deals and relationship that westway have with Nissan and the kind of respect that nissan hold westway in so if you're after a wagon get yourself to westway nissan um they've got a bit of a they, they they're they operating on a um, skeleton manner at the minute because of the business restrictions they're staying open to maintain services to critical workers nhs police fire service etc um but their showrooms will be back up and running along with all the other businesses when the, the, the lid lifts on this. But you can still get online and have a look online what they can offer you. They've always got deals and bargains going on. So if you want to have a look, go to westwaynissan.co.uk um, or find them on social media. They're on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. At Westway Nissan. Easy peasy. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, everyone at Westway, for continuing to support the podcast. Also sponsoring the podcast today are Rugby for Heroes, a not-for-profit organization who organize events to raise money for military charities. They've been doing this for over 10 years, and they've raised over £100,000 in the process. Now, when you consider that they sometimes only hold one or two events a year, that figure is staggering. They've raised a huge amount, put a huge amount of effort into supporting military charities, help support military people themselves. Ourselves, I should say. I'm one of those people. and I, in fact, have in the past benefited from um, Rugby the Heroes support and uh, that I am very, very much uh, in appreciation of. Rugby the Heroes, yeah, they organize events. So with this COVID-19 situation going on right now, um, it has impacted their events and it just means they're at the postpone them. So they've got a couple of supper clubs coming up, and they've also got um, a, a beer and gin festival coming up, which was well due to be in process now or very soon. Those are being put off indefinitely, but we're hopefully, look, hopefully looking around about August time. But like everybody else, we need to wait for government advice on when uh, um, when that can get up and running. I'm saying we because uh, not because I'm a member of Rugby Heroes, because we. have um, I've got a match, a rugby match, a veterans match being played on, at the Rugby for Heroes Beer and Gin Festival. So um, I am in the waiting game as well to find out what's going on with that. Um, but you can keep a tab on rugby, rugby for Heroes by finding them on social media and giving them a follow. Uh, their social media handle is Rugby for Heroes, at Rugby for Heroes, rugby number four heroes, that is. So um, get online, give them a follow, keep a tab on what's going on, and then I will see you at one of their events in the future. Just as soon as it pops up and the date is announced for whatever event it's going to be be it a supper club, be it a beer and gin festival, or be it something else get your ticket in. I will see you there. I'm at most of the events when they have them because I really enjoy them. And they're a, I'm, I'm very proud to be associated with that organization and very proud that they choose to sponsor the podcast. So thank you to Mike and everybody else that rugged the heroes. Very much appreciated. On to the podcast today. As uh, as I've mentioned, this was recorded via Skype during the COVID nineteen lockdown. Um and it's and the guest is actually my cousin. Um she's an Argentinian, her name is Eileen Gerritty. You'll hear me refer to her on the podcast as Ilu Gerratti, it's just a short of name um that the family have used um since I can remember Ilu, Um and we discussed gender, basically. We discussed gender and randomly uh, um, uh, feminist theory. Now, the background to this is Eilir and I have had um, conversations in the past, several conversations in the past around um, things like gender fluidity, changing your gender, um, non-binary, yada yada yada. You know all the buzzwords that fly around with it at the moment. And um, the reason we've had those conversations is. something would have popped up in the news about it, I would have mentioned something and Ailu and is actually um she is actually studied so she's done gender studies, she's done a thing called queer studies, and she's also studied feminine feminist theory. Um she got more degrees than I got flipping teeth. I've got I've got a full full mouth of teeth, if that makes any sense for context. I don't know what I'm talking about there. <laughs> but um it was an interesting conversation. I, I always enjoy talking to her. If it comes across uh, sometimes I'm not giving her the uh, the respect that I do to uh, all my other guests. It's it's not the case. It's merely because she's family. We engage with each other all the time. So uh, we 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 communicate on a, on a slightly different way as you would do with your friends and family. So I know I can get away with her. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good 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 conversation. And uh, and. I think you'll enjoy it. I hope you'll enjoy it. Without further ado, this is the Hey Chow podcast. I, Lee Gary You've
1: got the wine and you've got the beer. Of course. I think we should caveat this with saying, for people who are listening or watching, we are in fact related. Right. I'm Welsh and you're Argentinian. And you're ugly. Yeah, my cousins. I'm not ugly. Um, so let's go on. There. We're just waffling rubbish here. Thank you for your time. And uh, I'm. And no, it's an interesting topic. This because I, know. Uh, I have not given it any depth of thought really, apart from to argue with you in the past, just to wind you up. Yeah. But it's. Uh, but it is an interesting topic and one I would like to learn more about. So we're we're going to be discussing. Um brought well probably probably all of the above things that you studied in the past namely um, and and ho- and have a, a very you have a very good understanding of it i think um, and uh, and are the the knowledge in this case as opposed to myself it's a rarity it's a rarity yeah so
2: we you, can studied, agree on that.
1: you studied two things that interested me two things yeah feminist theory Mm -hmm. right whatever that is i didn't know you'd said that but now it interests me until you said it before this before the start of this podcast and you studied gender 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 gender
2: studies as well well to be fair i've told you this seven years ago (laughs) not before we started this podcast (laughs) you just forget (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah i do forget like explain to me
2: news. yeah explain,
1: explain to me what the study of feminist theory is i've never heard of that before
2: well well you wouldn't because you're not at uni right and you haven't been either and even if you were at uni and if you weren't doing anything related to humanities you wouldn't know about it either or you wouldn't think it's important, basically. So within the humanities, there's different branches, obviously, and used need to analyse the things, whether it is literature, whether it is religion, whatever it is that you want to study or analyse. Um, some of those theories are called feminist because of what they study, and how they started, and their aims, basically.
1: Give me an example of a feminist, give me an example of something.
2: So you probably heard, I don't know if you would hear that in school, but you probably heard of first wave feminism, second wave feminism, third wave, like um, there's different schools, um, obviously different places in the world where this happened um so basically depending on the moment in history and depending on the topics there's different types so the one i study or the one i studied is difficult to to categorize it Uh, you could say feminism or something like that and then you've got queer studies, which obviously is about queer and not just feminism. So
1: when you say postmodern, Ailu, what do you mean postmodern? I've heard that before. I don't really understand what it means. Which which period is that relating to?
2: So it depends on how you look at it. So basically you can think of history in periods, right? So um you could say I mean, you could, after the 20th century, right, uh, you've got modernism and then postmodernism, uh, but it's not a question of years, it's not a question of eras, it's more of a question of theories, so how you see things. So you could say that uh, postmodern feminism would view gender as performative and would disregard essentialism. So it's not a question of years, basically, more a question of theories and beliefs, let's say.
1: So what, what's, what do you mean performative, viewing it as performative?
2: So, um, So performative, the idea of gender being performative, stems from the studies of Judith Butler, who is a theorist. And um, she wrote a book called Gender Trouble, which was well seminal work within uh, feminism. So she understands gender as a performance. So she, so it's the opposite to essentialism. So essentialism would say that um, essence is prior, to existence, whether perform seeing things as performative means that we make them real by performing them. So she believes that we act in different ways because of our social, because of our society, our and our ideas, and but we reinforce or create reality. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. so Perform
2: gender.
1: Yeah. So, if I understand this correctly, to put it in different, in a different way, um, it's 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 what causes you to be who you are. Either your actions, which are which are are like a my actions, the way I'm with my hand now, the way I talk, the way I carry myself, they're a product of my environment, partly like partly my genetics but my environment and how i've grown up my experiences um, and that, so so that defines that defines who i am predominantly environment in this in this example then essentialism is where you, who you are is defined by what you feel
2: so no i mean
1: <laughs> it's is <laughs> not... it a back shot so- no
2: we can think of let's let's think of gender because it's it's easier maybe to use it as an example. For example, the whole idea as well, one of the main theorists um that has a lot to do with this is Foucault, who I've mentioned to you before, um a French um theorist. So F O U C A U L B Um, you're asking me too many questions. I wasn't. I wasn't
1: prepared for this. I'll stop talking. Um, pardon. I'll stop talking. Go on.
2: No, no, that's fine. Uh, but it's just it's it's really difficult to explain in brief. Basically, so basically, Foucault studies how knowledge and power are used to control people. Okay the use of institutions, okay, Uh, in terms of society, all of that, right, he has this idea of discourse, okay, where he says that discourse and even language is not just there to describe the world, but actually it creates the world. So it creates our reality. These are, everything is bound by different powers, right? And different authorities. And then we describe that. So by saying things, we are creating things. Okay. So I think that relates to Butler in the sense that she would say the same about gender. So we're not born with a gender, but we perform that gender since the moment we are born right and by enacting it we make it real so the example she uses as well which can be helpful me maybe to understand is theater so the dominant discourse would be the script right and we are all the actors so by carrying out by by doing that every day carrying out those roles and enacting these dominant discourses we make them real and we make them true that's how she also identifies there the the possibility of transgression the possibility to change these things because they're not a given they're not biological they're not there they're not inherent or inherent right oh, yeah. inherent they're created by us so i don't know if i helped at all
1: yeah that no, does help so I mean, this leads us. Let's. I mean, let's just dive straight into the um, the idea of gender being a social construct. Then this is what this is what we're coming on to here now. And um, you were you were of the belief that what? Wow, Why did you laugh at that?
2: Because it's not. Yeah. Okay. Um. It makes it makes no, it a no, like religion. I <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: But based on based on like w- what you've studied, what you've read, your experiences, yada yada yada. Okay. Yeah. You believe that. Gender is a social construct. And that is the idea of, of acting uh, in in like a, a man or a boy or acting like a woman or a girl. People do that because, because of a society. It's a social construct. It's nothing to do with the fact that they are physiologically, sexually male or female.
2: Yeah. So I don't believe anatomy defines gender. You don't believe what? Anatomy, or your biology, your your body defines your gender.
1: I I struggle with this idea, as you know, right? I struggle with this idea because, for me, to say that there are go back, there are things that we do. This is the way I see it. And again, I'm not. This is. I just. I want to hear your. I want to hear what you think on on the whole thing. Obviously, so there are things that we do. That I can that are are proven like not to be that are gender related, but proven not to be social construct. So the genetic things, like um, if you if if you have a a mother,
3: uh,
1: a a woman, right, and uh, the woman gives birth, yeah, and then uh, and and let's say it's I don't know, hundred years ago you got no social media, they've never never been a rat, there's never been around another woman in that they can remember. Giving birth, apart from the mother, yeah, they they've never seen someone breastfeed, they've never never they never watched a TV program. They don't know they don't know what the breasts are for,
3: right?
1: They don't know. How would they know if they if they have never experienced anyone else breastfeeding, for example? That mother will instinctively breastfeed the baby. Mm-hmm. That's not a social construct, is it?
2: So it depends. I mean. Everything. I w- my answer to everything is it depends. But what I'm, <laughs> what I'm. So you're talking about instinct, right? Um, you could say natural instinct. Natural is a, is a dangerous. It's a, it's a it's a complex word to use when we're talking about gender, because um, it has been used to attack people, right? To say you're not natural, you're doing this wrong, you're. So it's not it's not a word I'd like to use at all. But whenever I'm speaking about this, people like you um, will resort to nature to counter-argue whatever I'm saying. So if we're talking about nature, we're talking about something totally different. Here we're talking about us, we're talking about society, and then people go, well, but what about breastfeeding? What about those animals who and take care of the food? What about all those things that we see in nature, right? Gender mostly in our reality, not in animals. In our um, in our life, gender carries political, economic, uh, different aspects, different things um, that accompany that idea of gender. So when I'm saying gender i'm not saying a woman breastfeeding i'm saying a woman performing certain roles and men certain roles and which result in a male dominance in the society okay so if we think of sorry yeah go on are oh, you go on so if we think of um Gender is always associated with, uh, it's always associated with sex, right, and talking about feminist theories, in the past, in the beginning, the older uh, theories would distinguish between sex, being your biology or your anatomy, and gender being the assigned social role, okay? But that, again, is something quite modern, let's say, because if you analyze how sex was seen at the beginning of humanized humanity, if you if you like, um, in ancient Greece, for example, or in ancient Rome, sex was seen, so male and women were seen as two different versions of the same sex. So there was only one sex, right? And male and female would be different versions of the same sex. So they were seen like that. So they would see, if we talk about genitals, they would say that the female would have the inverted uh, penis or the clitoris would be the penis, etc. cetera. Um, so different ideas about genitals, different ideas about sex. So to me, I think whenever we think of, it's really hard to explain that in 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 a short time. So
1: you've got ages. Take your, time. Take your time.
2: No, I know, but it's just it's hard to explain it as well. Um, without a certain foundation, let's say. Um,
1: call me stupid, there.
2: No, 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 at all. It's just people. <laughs> people. I'm sure if someone listens to this, they'll most of them will be. Agreeing with you. Um, So
1: I haven't said anything. I haven't given an opinion yet.
2: Well you can't, no I mean it's not an opinion, it's not quite, that's the thing I think what we need to understand is that these conversations or these discussions are not uh, an argument and it's not a question of who's right and who's wrong. I don't believe that at all. So whenever we had conversations about this um, Most of the time, we would disagree and we never fell out with each other or none of us felt offended or anything. I think that's important for people to understand that. The problem here is that sex and gender are closely tied to power, whether we understand it or not, whether we accept it or not. So when people start breaking with the norm, with the binary opposition of male and female, people get pissed off. So that's why I'm not gonna name uh, celebrities or anything, but that's how you see people tweeting, you know? Oh, I identify as a window, ha, ha, ha. I identify as a giraffe. And people get annoyed as if it's a personal attack. And this is analyzed by Foucault, obviously, uh, there's a moment in history where we decided that our deepest truth was defined by our sex, by our sexuality, and after that, sex has been used as a tool and as a media to control people.
1: Yeah, I, I, I look, sex, gender, um, they are one of the, th- they are. I don't see them as tools. Um, I don't see them as tools that are used to control people. I see them as—I um, see them as—as as, um, not values. They are—they uh, are not factors. They—they they are attributes of a person, of people, of society, of the, of the human race, right? Of flipping animals, yeah. Yeah. And and they and those attributes are targeted to 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 for for power. I understand that financial power whatever whatever it can be right control of the masses etc cetera, etc cetera. i understand that um uh what i when we were when we were going we got just going back and, and you were talking about um that uh we when we were talking about gender he was talking about social you were talking about gender and social construct and he said that, the, that gender has been basically created as, as a social construct, is created by society. But I don't see it like that. Okay, I see it that um, at the start of evolution of our evolution, so as in Homo sapien, right? Yeah. Because of our our sex, male and female, or mm-hmm. yeah, we call it that, sex, male and female. Yeah. Because of the because of the differences in the in the, in the two sexes, uh, and I'm talking predominantly of uh, like physical differences and, and physical abilities. Uh, the, a male being uh, physically stronger than a female, uh, generally speaking. A female uh, being able to give birth uh, as a, and a male not being able to give birth. And so those two things, they they dictate straight away individual behaviors. And as evolution has gone on, they dictate um, tribal behaviors. And, and, and where we're at now, they dictate behaviors that have to happen. For for uh, for us to, for uh, uh, a species to survive, that is protect the uh, you yeah, know look after the, the the people who are able to reproduce, i.e. women, yeah, um, provide for them, provide for, provide for the tribe, whatever, make sure you can get food and get water, stay safe, and blah blah blah. And so on on that, and this is just the way as we're talking, I I'm seeing it. So as that's gone on, evolution has gone on. All of these other attributes that we have, that we now have in in the postmodern era, I just learned that term about ten minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> that we have now, they are not. I, I, I perhaps they're not. Um, they're not things that have been that have come about because of the desire for power and control over people. They are things that have come about just as add-ons, um, new manifest manifest. Issues, additional attributes that have grown from the original original um, male and female without having any ability to even speak. Yeah like
2: the thing is what's interesting I think for these things for example, if this were a lecture, right, I would ask you, fine, that's great. What are your sources? What am I what? Sources. Who have you, I mean, like, you are talking about what you believe. And it's absolutely fine. I'm, that's what I'm doing as well. But I'm kind of basing what I believe in, in, in studies and research, right? Whereas you're saying, yeah, but you're saying the tribes, right? And fine, you've seen loads of movies on it. You probably read it, you read about it in primary school apart from that what other research do you have no, on the creation I, or the assignment of gender roles
1: i this isn't this, is, this isn't a battle of i Lou, and Hugh. this is that's what i'm thinking i want to hear your input on that
3: right. wanna,
1: like what so it, what is from from what you know and understand what what is what is different or wrong or incorrect of what I'm saying. That's why I'm just. No
2: I'm... no, I'm not saying it's incorrect. I'm saying that idea that you have stems comes from somewhere, right? And that somewhere is the dominant ideology that just goes about floats around everyone. And you would have, you said this and I agree with what you said. Okay. And everyone else will agree with what you said, but I'm wondering where did we get that information? How do we actually know that uh, yet? Yeah, there are records from that time, but how we read them, I didn't read it first directly. Read
1: no, but it. I think, I, I think on it, I mean, I like you can't read really, it's very difficult, it'd be very difficult for either of us to argue against like uh what's not document, or, or what the research says happened at the dawn of evolution or the dawn of, no, but C- there's
2: yeah. loads,
1: there is and, loads, and, and and so yeah, and so you can cut out all, all the middle, you can. It comes to where we are now. My experience here. I just um, because it would be such a difficult thing to um, to deliberately well, it can't have been deliberate to bring about the, the, the gender idea. I, I just, I, I, just, I, I just can't. I just struggle to see how it can be entirely down to, or not entirely, predominantly down to um, the 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 evolution of control and power in people and that desire that gender has come about. I I yeah. just can't I can't see how that would be the case and it wouldn't be the case that it it's predominantly down to um the attributes of male and female. Yeah.
2: yeah, so thinking about I mean history, right? As going back to the example I was given earlier, like ancient Greece, for example, right? Um there's there is there are loads of works that date from Uh, periods in history which are loads of years um, old let's say, right and this idea of uh, female submission or the, uh, the male is active and the female is passive appear really early in history right, but I think the moment when it's let's say, institutionalized, would be in the 19th century, right? That goes together with the industrial revolution, um, urbanization, the emergence of the middle class, right? And the, the new model. And with that, in middle class, there's this uh, binary between the private and the public sphere. So, for families to work for for the system to work, right, people had to get married, have children, and the men would be the ones who would dominate the public sphere, go to work, get the money, and the women will um occupy the private sphere, to take care of the children. It's exactly what you said. But I would say that that's a good example of the 19th century and it's very much related to the Industrial Revolution and the way our economy was shifting. I wouldn't have gone back to the tribes because when you actually read about pre-colonial eras, the the information there is very, very different. So if you look at uh, different indigenous people, Uh, peoples. Um, They have very different ideas of gender and nothing to do with the ideas that we have now. So there's this other um, theorist called Maria Lugones, and she writes about decolonial feminism. And she compares the term or the concept of race to gender, right? And she says that gender was also a colonial imposition, the same as race. So this idea that obviously the indigenous people didn't know they were another race until a white guy got off a ship, uh, got out of the ship, right, and said, "Well, hi, we are white. You are, I don't know, inferior, whatever it is." When they imposed that society on them, they also imposed their their views and their perceptions around gender. So that's why I think what you said is very interesting, because actually, if you look at the research on anything pre-historical, let's say, anything from the tribes, as you said, all the data that is there, or at least the one that I have accessed, has nothing to do with what you said. So
1: how do they they function then? Just give me an example of one of those tribes, if you can remember. How, how How do they... What is what is what is? So it must be critically, like significantly different, to the way they function as a society to us if they don't recognise gender differences.
2: Yeah, it's not that they don't recognise them. I mean, obviously, I can't give you a, a good example right now because I honestly didn't think we were going. But, um, <laughs> I would need to to check, but. It's not, the the, the the problem is, or or the interesting bit is that when I'm saying this, you cannot even think of another system. It's like, so how, 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 and that's the way everyone thinks, you know. It's difficult for us to think of something uh, else because this has been going on for ages. I mean, so
1: well, it, look, uh, is it, is it? I no I, I see what you're saying. I mean you, we can I've not read anything like that but I can imagine. Like so let's uh, I can imagine I don't know let's say flipping eskimos or inuits or some tri- not eskimos don't know. let's make it let's make a race up. Let's make it let's make a tribe not a race. Let's make a tribe. <laughs> up. Uh, it's called uh, the HR tribe, right? And they live in the deepest darkest depths of uh, South Wales in a valley no one's ever discovered, right? Yeah. And they the way they do things is male and female so men and women or or all the people they've all so they haven't got male and female everyone's a member of the tribe they've all got like uh non-gender specific names okay i don't know why i said it in that voice because it was a, a mick taken voice go for that. <laughs> right men and women have to do this sorry everyone in the tribe has to do the same thing yeah they, they need to get wood into the fires they need to go and hunt animals they need to keep uh, the boys from crying and going and robbing their their, uh, <laughs> their <laughs> Yeah.
3: Attempts,
1: right. However, there are things that you absolutely, th- there are things that absolutely um, drive a wedge between two types of that society and which define the way they go about things and do things at certain times. So let's take pregnancy, for example, OK? There's gonna be so one of the members of the tribe is pregnant. right? And it only seems to happen with the with the members of the tribe who've got um reproductive organs. Um and so that member of the tribe, anyone with anyone in that member of the tribe, you know that they're gonna be out of action for um they're gonna become less productive in whatever they need to do. Tree tree chopping, flipping, hunting for nine months of the year. And then after that nine months is up approximately, they're gonna be they're going to be out of action due to recovery from giving birth for maybe a day, do, maybe flipping weeks, maybe months. you are not know, recover, and mm-hmm. so they don't have gender. But there's abs- it's just because they don't call it, it right. And they're, just... but they're absolutely defining things that in, that that separate male from female. You can't change like I don't see. So uh, bringing that into now, you know, in today's world. Where we, uh, we're, it's all like there's a big drive on, and, and rightly so, um, uh, gender, they call it gender, they call it gender equality, gender equality, you know, um, all revolving originally around, um, well, I say originally, we we're talking about pay, re- revolving around women in some roles getting paid less than the male counterparts doing the same thing, okay? But,
2: yeah, one example yeah one
1: example right and uh and and that's grown into this whole this idea unachievable i think idea of gender equality women are treated exactly the same as men not possible not possible it's not possible either way men can't get treated the same as women women can't get treated the same the same as men why should men be entitled to um why should men be entitled to um well when a woman gets pregnant and as, and, and, and goes can you think
2: of me? another question that doesn't involve no. pregnancy no. another example
1: <laughs> no but it's it's the obvious one it's the obvious one it's the obvious example it's it's a physiological attribute that you have if even physiological is the right word that that yeah. one of the genders has a
2: blessing some might say
1: it is a blessing. Well, we wouldn't be here talking. But it see a point. We can go as far as we want towards gender equality. It's, they've, it, it's been made unachievable because I think the aspirations people see is women actually getting treated the same. Well, no, not women getting treated as men, but men and women getting treated equally. Right? Not possible. Not possible. Women have some so perks. Can that I just up.
2: interrupt you two seconds? No, I think... I'm
1: the, I'm the expert.
2: No. Well, I mean, none of us are. <laughs> but I think... What well, you're understanding so you are confusing I think equality with being absolutely the same. Equality have you heard of the term equality of outcome? Yeah. Right. So and equality of opportunity. Yep. Well, I'm thinking for example, when we speak about that in terms of students, when we talk about assessments, right, we're talking about giving everyone the same opportunities and the same chance to achieve the same results. I think that's where the problem of equality comes in. Women, historically, whether you like it or not, have not be, been given that same chance, running chance that male I, have had.
1: I, I agree with you. Why would it not like that. I agree with you.
2: It's, it's very, very useful to think about these categories by, so for example of gender, by comparing it to race, okay? okay? So you just said you don't think that women and men can ever be equal. Can you say the same about white people and black people?
1: Uh, yeah. No, 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 I can't. I can't um and
2: would you would you agree that well, white people and black people are equal
1: hang on so hang on so if we're talking about we're, talk, when we're talking about like men and women being equal okay mm-hmm. um we mean in when they are in in, in the same uh the, the men and women so a case that would be a man and a woman who live in the same area same society same, same, thing
2: how, how often does it happen
1: well, you got, well, flipping half and half in the population of the UK. There's loads of us living in the UK, all live in the UK.
2: Okay, I'll give you another example, okay? Bear with me, okay? on, I hadn't, <laughs> okay. Well, go on, yeah, finish.
1: No, 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 go for it, go for it.
2: Yeah. So, I was having a very similar conversation with a friend of mine months ago at work, right? And we were talking about uh, racial discrimination. Okay, he was saying he doesn't get it because he's not a racist. People, let's say black people. Okay? Let's say he doesn't see black people as inferior. He doesn't understand. So I said, well, it's a historical problem. And He goes, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, obvious, right? Slavery, etc., etc., etc. And he goes, yeah, but he's not been a slave. Dad hasn't been a slave, so what's was that got to do with anything? So fair enough. The guy might be black and um, might be third generation British, but you cannot say that because he hasn't been a slave himself, or his dad hasn't, or his grand hasn't, or oh, he cannot identify racial or racial or offensive.
1: Uh, I what are you talking about? I'm trying. I'm trying to make it more cle- no, clear, but I it's would, not working. I would. I would never say that. I would never say that to a guest. It wasn't relative. I just realised I never talked this to guests. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. It's just because it's you. You know, we have. We have, we have uh we have. <laughs> I didn't mean it to come across like that. My point like, was, so...
2: he couldn't understand why a person who is black yeah. ha- w- had been offended by racial slur, right? Ah. When he hadn't suffered it firsthand and his family hadn't. Anyways. Uh, what, was the,
1: what was the situation? Does that have interest? So what, he got, ca- he got called a bad name or something?
2: No, it wasn't even him. It wasn't even directed at him. It was directed at that community, let's say.
1: Oh, Someone said the N-word towards that community. This guy heard it. Oh, no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. It wasn't that bad. But anyways, my point is, you're saying, well, this woman who's born in Britain and has the same opportunities, like you could say you and your sister, right? You would say, would you consider you and your sister have the same possibilities?
1: No, ab- no, absolutely not, and I, 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 absolutely not. It's inter- this is interesting line. This is interesting line we're going on here because we we're now talking about discrimination.
2: Yeah, which is yeah, what happens well, to women. Yeah, but nobody it gets happens, it.
1: But it, uh, it happens to men too. It happens of to course. men. It, hang on, hang on. Hashtag
2: men, not women. all man, Not all men.
1: <laughs> no, but I know what you're saying. Okay, now what's important is that. <clears throat> What is vitally important is when we're talking about women and when we're talking about um, black black people, okay, or people who aren't white, because it's never, like... Yeah, they need
2: black. to be black, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so when we're talking about that, what's important? So what's in, what's in, what's so to add to context what I'm saying, you know, when I'm talking about discrimination, um, there are ways... So we have to discriminate against people. When I say we, I mean I. I have to, as a survival mechanism, discriminate. I have yeah. to do it, same as you have to do it, same as my daughters have to do it, same as my girlfriend has to do it. I have to do it. That is an evolutionary trait. Okay. Yeah. I see someone. I see someone. I'm a caveman, and I see another cave, and I'm looking after my missus because she's pregnant in the in the in that valley that's not being found in South Wales, right?
2: I mean, and, what would she uh, do without you? Yeah.
1: What would she do? Eaten
2: would... by a bear.
1: <laughs> and sh- and uh, and I see another caveman coming towards me, and he's bigger than me. or oh. whatever. And he's got a a club in his hand, and he doesn't look at me. He looks angry. So I straight away discriminate against him. I, on his appearance, I decide this isn't a good situation. I don't like that person. I either bug out or I go and attack it. Yeah. That's the so when people say when you get rid of discrimination, it's not possible. What is really important is going all these years down the line. There is discrimination that happens, and correct me if oh, no, I'm one of you. What you're saying because I'm 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 taking over here, but I don't mean to do it. It's just I I feel really strong about this stuff. It's like we need to define what is acceptable discrimination, what is not. It's not possible to get completely rid of discrimination, and so the examples of discrimination that happen now. That are based on um, the ways that we conducted ourselves. I mean, Britain or America or wherever, in the past, like slavery for black people. Yeah, yeah? like yeah, like um, like like taking the whole "women are inferior to men" thing on a few two thousand years too far. Yeah, to the point they don't get a vote. Yeah, and there's still follow-on discrimination that happens based on that stuff. Um, which isn't necessarily racism. For example, to, to the to the black people point. It's not necessarily racism on the part of the individual. It may have been. It may have been a result of the the the, the manifest now. The growth of it may be a result of slavery in the past, but not now. I give you an. Ex- I mean, I give an example of um, of discrimination, which which I do now. I'm quite happy to say. I think I've mentioned it in the past, but maybe. Based on completely inaccurate information, so I get it's the it's and it's uh, and it's where I've been brought up. Um, what well, I don't mean my parents, I mean just the way I've grown up, my experiences. And that example is I'm walk. There's there's two parallel universes, okay. There's, and I'm in the same place in each one, I'm walking down an alleyway. I'm in London, okay, and it's now, and I'm walking down an alleyway in London, right? Walked down an alleyway in one universe. I walked down an alleyway and there's no one else in the alleyway it's night time okay i've just finished a late meeting and there's a guy walking up the alleyway towards me he's resting the suit he's got white skin he's carrying a briefcase mm-hmm. yeah i don't think twice that i think mm, he's out a bit late uh probably the same thing i was working late yeah in the parallel other universe okay i'm walking down the same alleyway and a kid i say a kid a person of younger age who's got black skin I can see his hands and he's got a hood up. Comes walking up the alleyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't just pass that off in my head. I think I'm in a dark alleyway and that, that, that I see that person as a potential threat and I give him a wider berth than I would have the, well, so... the white business worker. That's discrimination. That's not based on I don't like black people and I think black people are all kind of flipping killers. It's not based on that. What it's that is based on. Then. Oh well, well, I will tell you what that is based on is in my head. Like now, in my head. So we like talk about London. In my head, the way I see it, the way I understand it, and I again, I'm having this. It could be completely wrong, but is the the way I understand it. Um, is a, a violent, violent crime, violent gang crime in London. Is predominantly not white people conducted by predominantly not white people the most violent gangs are predominantly not white people now I'm not saying black I'm not saying Caribbean I'm not saying flipping um, from know that. Cameroon but you see my point it's it that I'm not a racist person and but that discrimination is not born out of racism it's based on like Crime statistics that are floating around my head from the past, conversations with my friends who who live and work in London. Um, it's based on that. Yeah, discourses. Okay, so it may be right or wrong. I think going back to the discrimination side for, on the women and men and the, and the, and and race, there are absolutely elements of discrimination that happened that shouldn't happen, um, and those are ones we need to stamp out. But it's very hard to identify them separate them from the stuff that just needs to exist
2: yeah so who would make those decisions I mean who would be the the god deciding this ne- needs to exist this well, doesn't
1: the, the feminine theorists
2: exactly <laughs> amen no I mean that's, that's the thing I think what you're doing is so what you're doing and again this is not an attack You. you, I was speaking about discrimination in terms of equality. So, the same example that you gave about the guy walking down the alley, right? The same thing happens in a, let's say, job interview, for example, right? Or it could happen, okay? So, in terms of numbers, in in terms of data, we know that. Our society has always favored white people and specifically white men, right? That's why we now have laws against this, right? That's why now we have diversity policy in every company, in everything. Because people like you, let's say, have tried to stop this. Saying don't do this. This is bad. We should love everyone and accept everyone. It's just not happening. So they're trying to enforce it through policies, laws, etc. The fact that we need a policy for that is just a it's just a representation of the big issue that this represents in our society. You look confused again.
1: No, I no, I'm not. I, I'm not confused. I I I I I see what you're saying. Again, just to go back, you know. When you said you don't want it to sound like an attack on me. I I'm I'm not you to go, this is my views, this is what I believe, and you try and prove me wrong. I'm like you. No. This is this is a discussion. All right. No book. I'm I am we I think we are one of the few people on the planet <laughs> in the in the in the in the first world planet that uh, are accepting of being able to change our minds if you want to, even on even on critical things, you know. Um, yeah,
2: I mean it's a good it's a good point that you mentioned the first world, right? Um, I think some of these issues, gender issues, are more obvious in different societies. So for example, in my um, in my country, for example, right? The problem is, I wouldn't say it's bigger, uh, gender inequality, let's say. I wouldn't say it's bigger, but it's more obvious right? Not that it's not big in Britain, but still. Um, in Argentina, back in, I don't want to say a wrong year, but back in the 2000s, I would say from 5 to 10, I think, we, they, parliament or whatever you want to call it, came up with um new law which was called, or a new very difficult to speak about this in English. A new term within the legislation, which was femicide. Okay, so it's a, it's a homicide, but it's of a woman. So a femicide is a person who is a female and was killed because of her condition of female. That's what the, the law says. To explain, we have so many deaths in Argentina every day that they had to come up with a new legislation for it, especially for it, because the amount of women who die killed by their partners most of the times or by other men daily.
1: Yeah, but that's yeah but they're not killed because they're That's
2: wrong. You're gonna say but you're gonna say that is wrong normal people or good people don't do that yes absolutely but it's not that this these people wake up one morning and go oh i'm going to be a misogynist no, i'm going to hate women it's not like that it's a system right which which has a lot of effects right and reflects itself in many different ways and one of the worst effects of that system, the heteropatriarchal system, one of its worst effects is the killing of women, or what is called femicide. So, or misogyny, right? So it's not the person says, oh, you're a woman, you've got these genitals, so I hate you. No, it's the system and that we live in allows a person to start to hate a woman because of her condition of woman, because maybe she doesn't fulfill the expectations that he had in his mind that a woman should.
1: That's not, that's not, uh, it's not down to society. It's not down to society to, to, no. To say that it's caused by society, that that's caused by society, I I can't see how that's the case because that would be, it would seem to be uh, a a way to suicide yourself for society suicide itself to to produce an environment where um, one sex or the other is is acceptable to or not acceptable. Because obviously it's not, because it gets sent to jail. as an act for it, right? But yeah. it's encouraged somehow to to kill them.
2: It's I, not I that it's, that it's, it's not a question of encouraging. It's a question of numbers. So it's not that the system goes and encourages people, and the president comes on TV every day saying, "Let's kill women." No, or nobody does that from any institution. In fact, they're trying to do the opposite now. But it's um, it's the idea that. I don't want to say a number, right? I invite you and everyone uh, to read about this, okay? Um, the, the number, not only in Argentina, but mainly in South America, the numbers of femicides. And the numbers are absolutely crazy. So there is a reason why.
1: While you're talking, I'm going to look right again, there. You're getting killed. Femicide. Wait, what? I'm look- While you're talking, I'm looking right yeah, now. Um, Femicide. Femicide. Um, here's a question for you. Just while I'm looking. okay, so we
2: so while well, like, you're not well, listening
1: <laughs> No. Uh, we all
2: know you can't multitask.
1: <laughs> femicide, right. Here's a question for you. Um and this is one that has been buzzing on my head for a while. um actually started buzzing on my head when uh, due to race r- racial stuff in America um last couple of years and and, re- and more recently it's in the uk yeah. we're talking here about improving society and, and making things more equal for people equality of opportunity and not a quality of outcome yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone should have the same opportunity but to give everyone the same outcome again you can all earn thirty thousand pounds a year or you can all have the mega job or you can all have the fast car it doesn't, doesn't it's just not you know, that's a different topic of conversation all together but let's take the um racial discrimination getting rid of racial unfounded racial discrimination get rid of that or get rid of uh, gender discrimination sexual discrimination we start these paths and the governments have years and decades and decades ago fucking hell last century now how do we know we've achieved it what is the point where we go Okay, mission done. Let's stop banging on about it, right? And I, 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 I use that phrase "banging on about it" deliberately. And and the point I'm making is this: when you start, when you start anything out, you need to know when you have got there and achieved the end. You need to know when you've achieved what you set out to do. So, in terms of America with the racial discrimination, especially the oppression against black people like there, yeah. um, has been. Well, which is black people, the Indians, like well documented. It's flipping obvious, and uh, it's obvious what 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 had gone on, how bad it was out there and other places. But we're just looking at America at the minute. Now, my 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 um, view of what what's happened in America the last few years is it's gone full circle. It's gone the, uh, the don't oppress black people, Black Lives Matter movement. Has gone that far down the line it's actually become a, a risk it's actually become an issue where white people are discriminated against and white people are now the oppressed almost like the start of you could go full circle and be the opposite way around because it appears to me we've hit you've hit like this is the best possible outcome we could have got to in america but then it's carried on all the way up the slope to where whatever you say whatever you do if it involves a white person and a black person then it's the white person's at fault and he's racist or she's racist and the reason i highlight this is it's the same thing over here in terms of gender equality sexual equality at what point do we know we achieve what we want to achieve is there a point we go right here's the evidence that we've got to the best possible point we can get to where Women have got the best scenario for equality of opportunity. No unfounded discrimination. And now we should just, that's it. Leave it now. Only address it again if it starts going down the pan.
2: No. I think you've got like a need for an all-knowing, perfect God to dictate our lives and tell us how to do things and when to stop. You always come up with something like that. No, I don't think that's possible. I, can't, I absolutely not. <laughs> like, I don't know, take up religion here. No. Um, I don't think that's abs- I don't think that's possible at all, right? Um what, what,
1: sorry, what's not possible? How, how achieve get
2: into ever? that no, get to that point where we're like, right, it's done. Let's leave it. So are you, following? you said when will we know when we get to the point where we can say right we've uh, we've reached our aim that's what you said right so I, I'm saying I don't think that's possible you were saying that you thought in America for example that's what was that is what was happening with um, racial discrimination
1: Said you thought they were getting rid of it, and that it has gone. It's gone past. It's gone past that point. It's gone past that point. I mean, look, you—if you're going to set yourself a task, eradicate discrimination against whoever, right? Men, women, black, white, Chinese, fucking, whatever, right? If you're going to set yourself that task, if you don't know when you're going to achieve it, the task is unachievable and it never ends. And then when society runs away with it, then it becomes a a completely different beast. A completely different beast.
2: I don't know. I feel like you are um, referring to it as a completely different beast. I think you are focusing on the cases... Where there has been this idea of what you were saying, um, discriminating against white people, I think those are isolated cases. I do still believe that, even if they are loads, they're still isolated. And I think it would also be—I mean, we would need to ask, actually, a black person or a person from a community in America if they felt that Whenever you think that was, so I don't know five years ago or two years ago. Because maybe that's not the reality. That's how you are perceiving it on this side of the world, through the media, through your friends, or through whatever mean. But I'm I'm sure it's very, very different to their own reality.
1: It's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, I think it's a good point. Um I can pretty much guarantee absolutely it is not the case that racism has been completely eradicated. Racism against black people has been completely eradicated in America. However, Uh, um i think i think looking like that then it it should so the question is not when should you go yeah we've done it knock on the head it should be when should the the national campaign against racism be knocked on the head then we just focus on the different areas because and the reason i say it is because the the problem of racism in america Mm -hmm. What we could be in danger of in the UK—the problem of gender equality—it's not even really a problem anymore, I don't think, in 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 the UK, not not on the on the scale it was. If if you keep it, it, it's in danger of perpetuating itself, the more you mention it, it's almost like the media the, the, by them um, highlighting cases of racism or sexual uh, sexual inequality where it isn't really the case. It sort of perpetuates the the notion that it's that it still exists. Discrimination still exists on a scale that is a major problem to most of that um, oppressed group, which isn't the case. Um, according to who? What do you mean? What, I think it's who?
2: still a. I think it's still a very big issue,
1: and what, it still what, affects. What is? What is?
2: Both both categories race it's, and in gender the UK, in
1: the uk equality. in the uk now in the uk now well i think that's going to change with the dying out of a generation above us right significantly but in the uk now i lose if you went to go for a job okay um if you went to go for a job i as in with any now we're not talking small and medium-sized businesses we're talking like established- well established businesses which it's not a one-man band should we say with yeah. their own with their own, you know, um, experiences and whatever they've grown up with their parents, because the parents are still of the last generation from the you know, 20th century. You've got to remember our our parents grew up when women couldn't vote, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's still that in society. But who you go for a job now, I'd argue it, it's highly unlikely that you're going to be discriminated against it because you're a woman, unless it involves something manual like manual labor or something.
2: so let me say or, something go on, go on. you are looking at again I think you're looking at equality in terms of rights and in terms of access to stuff which as you said we've progressed a lot as a society especially in the UK especially in the first world when we speak about other countries it's absolutely different but if we are focusing on the UK I can tell you about um a training I've been doing for some months now um on gender violence right um
1: gender violence
2: um yeah gender violence right yeah, so... it's in also punching and kicking. O- yes. Yeah. What did I say? Violence. Violence.
1: Stupid Argentinian accent. Go on.
2: Exactly. So, um, gender violence is also um, described as violence against women, right? Lots of people don't like that. The only reason why that is the case is because of the numbers. So, because of the amount. Most of the cases are against women and the uh, the perpetrator is a man okay i've done a course based in this country okay based in scotland and i've spoken to police officers to, to all the real people who actually do the work and know loads more than uh you and i right um when you look at the figures, I was really, really surprised because I thought myself that the UK is a very equal country. And that must be because I compared it to my own country and I can see the differences and I can see how much better it is in terms of gender equality. Okay, when I saw the numbers, which I can I can forward you the reports, I can show you uh, the, the things that I've uh, collected, the data that I collected, so going back, I'm about, going back to the example you were saying, you were giving. I will go to a job interview. That's, I don't want to be personal. A woman will go to a job interview, right? And you're saying the chances you'll get discriminated for being, for being a woman, a woman is, are ridiculously low, right? What I'm saying is, yes, maybe you are right. She'll still get the job, but her chances of suffering, for example, and uh, an incident of gender violence are 10 times or 20 times higher than the man's. Uh,
1: sorry. So my thoughts on this, my thought, <laughs> I'm trying to stop myself. I all the conversation going, yeah, but you're bloody wrong. No.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun.
1: My thoughts on this are this, my thoughts on this and this, right. Uh, Go well, back to the um, violence, uh, gender violence, it's predominantly men against women. And then going back to people. Uh, so you were saying that women in the workplace are more likely to be assaulted than men in the workplace, right?
2: Just as an example, I didn't say in the workplace, anywhere. You said, because you were given the example of the interview. It's just let's anywhere. Go,
1: let's, go, let's, go to the, um, let's go to the gender violence um, thing. You can get, we could get to a perfectly equal world. We could be a perfectly equal UK we look at the female sex as equal as we look at the male sex so we I mean the world we men okay I can guarantee you that gender violence would still be higher against women and two reasons one because men okay we are predominantly uh more uh, a more violent the more violent uh sex and i don't know whether you sex or gender we're the more violent one out of the two of us men and women okay so we're more violent to in- we're more likely to enact violence now regardless on who at the minute men or women we're more likely to enact violence than a woman is so we're going to conduct more violence that straight away puts the puts the um puts the numbers to the roof and the second thing is okay we if we're the kind of person who's gonna con- conduct a violent act, like which is again uh, conduct a violent act, sort of unfounded. It's not like a yeah, you know, not like uh, which isn't sort of trying to save your bloody life. I don't know, I analogize it. Okay, it's gonna be because of mental issues. Or a mental health thing okay I'm not saying mental health a mental illness right it's going to be a of a mental thing okay, and it's going to be on someone who's probably close to you it's also going to be on someone who you don't pick a fight with someone you who you think you're going to lose against exactly right and so who who how how what proportion of the u k are heterosexual the majority of the u k are heterosexual the majority of men are shacked up with women, and so the majority of men if they all want to, it's to like. So you're just yeah, saying I mean, it's I mean, a demographic
2: how? issue. No, 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 it's no, not no. a gender I'm, issue.
1: No, I'm I'm not saying, I'm not saying the numbers are wrong. What I'm saying is that that gender violence, I okay, get men against women, is not because of, uh, because of uh, we see women as like that they're less valid in society and we should target them. Broadly speaking, I'm saying it's just a. a you were on about a numbers game earlier it's just a, it is a numbers game men are more likely to be violent than women so men are going to conduct more of the violent crimes that so numbers so the number of uh uh violence uh, the the number of the amount of violent acts conducted men compared to women is going to be men higher and it's going to be predominantly against women now what's interesting here is would be to see is if we could see the number of violent acts regardless of sex okay so number of violent acts regardless of sex let's say they're really a the number my maths a thousand or a hundred percent right so you got all we know all of the violent acts all of the violent acts okay i'd argue that although uh, i'll argue without evidence that although um it's more likely that a man will uh, be violent against a woman actually the proportion of violent acts the percentage of violent acts that are men against women is much less than it is men against men.
2: I mean, I don't know. Again, we don't have we don't have the data, right? We don't have the evidence. We don't have numbers here either. Um, we're just talking. But I strongly disagree with everything you just said. Okay. Um, no,
1: it's fine, go for it.
2: No, no, Googling, it's not I'm
1: Googling violent crime crime statistics while you uh, <laughs> i'm looking for one that's in favor of me and if there's not one i'm going to create a page
2: (laughs) yeah well the one i was the one i'm referring to is in um the what's the name
1: but you were saying that more the point you were making is that more men assault women than women assault men Mm -hmm. right well obviously
2: yeah but you were also talking about um Something that to you is obvious, that you were saying that we, we, you meant men, are more violent. I don't agree with that. So if we look at your own um, life story, right, you could say you are a person who uh, has your job, right? You've been trained in different things and you've seen um Basically, you were in the army, basically, right? So you could say that you are, <laughs> to, to, yeah, I don't know how to say in a politically correct way, what I was wanting to say. I'm not saying that in the army are violent. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that they interact with violence much more than an, a, a common civilian, okay? I can mention the men who are not violent at all. Right, from my friends, from my family, from loads of places, so I think what you're saying there is absolutely not true that men have been associated to violence more than women it's not essential to men it's not because you have a penis, you're gonna be more violent, it's a cultural construct, so it's all the same does that make any sense
1: uh it makes sense what you're saying however so if um if if uh, our, so our sort of masculinity then is a social construct yeah it's not it see i disagree if our masculinity did not exist in the way it does now sorry no 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 we rephrase that Going back to Homo sapiens man before that, Homo erectus, even before that, okay, it was an absolute necessity that the male looked after protect protected the <laughs> female. Mm-hmm. Is that correct or not?
2: I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know what you're basing yourself in. The the literature that I've read. About or on indigenous peoples, the dynamics there were absolutely different, where the the women and the men had were peers
1: in no, the dynamics
2: talking, of the you're, tribe.
1: You're talking about you're, but you're talking here about indigenous people. You're not talk. I'm talking about ev- like indigenous people who exist now, right? And they've gone through their own evolution in very, very different. To, when you talk about indigenous people, you're all know about people in the middle of nowhere, have like contact with anyone. They've not done any like evolution like we have obviously don't sit and societies there's some tribe in some jungle or some island somewhere right uh-huh well
2: they're
1: the exception- you on about well they're the exception to the human race the way we who evolved they're completely the exception the majority of the human race evolved the way you and i are now and the way the uk is and america and america is and and, and uh, all the other developed countries in the world okay um the, the reason the reason that men are generally bigger physically bigger than women is because of that physical necessity that capacity for violence if needed granted the majority of people i know aren't violent just like yourself doesn't mean we haven't got the capacity for it oh, of and it course happens. and if i have a stressful day at work and i have a little breakdown and i'm a bit of a screw loose and perhaps i don't quite uh, i don't quite uh, hold the same values and standards as as Hugh here next door, then when I come in from home, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose the will to live. I might lose in the misses. I might batter. Her. I'm not saying I would do that because I'm next door. I'm Hugh here next door. Okay, easy target. If I'm in the shop and I, I lose my shit, you go. You pick fights. You can win. That's the point with the with the the gender violence thing. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's, it's not a, always. It's a true statistic. It is thing not. Thing
2: the thing is. You are only referring, for example, to physical violence. So you have this idea in your mind that men are stronger than women, which in many cases they are, right? They have bigger fibers in their bodies, right? But there is no conclusive or direct research that proves that having bigger fibers always make you stronger that's one of the, um, having, having. that's one of the what? arguments they
1: have bigger what sorry
2: fibers in your body
1: oh, okay
2: fibers yeah um, probably not saying it right um
1: i oh, know they, they broke up when you were talking sorry
2: anyways you're thinking about physical violence only so you're saying in that idea of i'm gonna pick a fight with someone i can win the woman is gonna be weaker than me and I absolutely agree, that's how people think. But there's other types, gender violence and violence against women, which is not visible.
3: Right. Type, so symbolic, exactly. symbolic, emotional. Um, Why
2: is that violence? Because it still messes with you, it still creates... Um, pain, it still hurts you. So if you have someone um, emotionally abusing you for a certain period, it doesn't need to be a physical uh, toll. It doesn't need to be bruises or breaking your, your wrist or whatever. It can be emotional as well. It can be mental as well. There's also within within violence against women there's also the factor of economic factors <laughs> to the idea that they can also be um situation um, especially in the case that to your mind would be the ideal case where the woman Is a stay at home mom, right? So imagine that you are a stay at home mom and you've got three beautiful children and you're very, very thin and weak, don't work out at all, right? Can barely manage to pick up your glass, right? And you've got a strong man who's your husband. So imagine this strong man is, I don't know, cheating on you or whatever it is. You are trying to break up with him. The economic factor, the fact that you depend on him economically is also going to affect uh, the relationship and again your opportunity the chance for you to break away from that so there's a billion things to take yeah, into those, consideration
1: but those, are, but those those are those are just those are just life circumstances and you could yeah. pin that you, you but you could pin the blame for that to anything you wanted if you want to turn around so if i'm that oppressed i'm not oppressed if i'm that stay-at-home wife look after the kids and my husband's at work i could pin that thing on anything i wanted i could pin it on the where i was brought up i could pin it the cliche, the location i was brought up i could pin on the location i live in i could pin it on the location my husband was brought up or boyfriend or whatever yeah i could pin it off for whatever i want not just gender that's it's, it's not the case it's like the thing is It's like it's whole a whole package of things going into put us where we are now.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm
1: here now because I grew up on the farm at Mm Sealham. No, it's one of the factors. It played a part in why I'm here now, but it's not the thing. I am not hosting a podcast, and probably most podcast hosts are male. I'm gonna throw that out there. I'm gonna pretty much guarantee it. Mm -hmm. Pretty much guarantee it, okay? And that's not, and, and so I'm not hosting the podcast because I'm male. And the reason I say that is most, probably, I uh, probably most podcast hosts are, on, are entrepreneurial, and most entrepreneurial people are men. <laughs> so, and and that, no,
2: that's a, and <laughs> why is that? And why is that?
1: But so, right? But you. You're laughing. So that's not me saying men are better than women. Now, absolutely, that. absolutely correct in what you're saying. Why are I more entrepreneurial? And that is a product of history in terms of the way history's developed, gone from being...
2: and society and culture.
1: I agree. I can. Comp- I am. I listen. I-, I completely agree. I'm not saying awesome. women aren't entrepreneurial. Absolutely not. Men. We. We do. Absolutely, this is the situation we live in now in the first world. Men generally, I think, have it better than women. Absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Unfortunately, there are things you cannot change. You can't do it. Things you can, things you cannot change. Just the way we've evolved. Jesus Christ.
2: Okay, that's That's an interesting point, because earlier when you were asking...
1: Why can't I reproduce? Why am I not allowed to reproduce? Oh, my God. You're like... It's you're like... Man. Why are you Imagine so the random? Theater. No, I'm not random. It's a, it's a point I'm making. The feeling that a woman must get when they give birth to a child must be unbelievable. Everyone knows that mother's no. bond. Oh, the mother's bond with a child. Flip a neck. Men could throw their cherries, cherries at the pram for that. Oh, the mother's bond. Oh, men's just a stronger bond. Negative goes right there. Men. But that's another,
2: uh, that's to me is another construction. Maternity is another construction. A hundred percent. But No, but what? Maternity is another construction.
1: Can we talk about that?
2: That maternity, that the mother's bond (laughs) and all that you're talking about. I don't believe in any of it.
1: You don't think that a mother is a stronger bond than a child? No. Neither the father than the father.
2: No. I mean they do carry it in their bodies. So if you're talking about a physical bond
1: But the physical emotional. The physical affects yeah. the emotional.
2: Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Sorry, I we're never, are, never going to are, agree. You are evil. No, I just it's a good idea. <laughs> what I was going to say before is I started shouting, why can't I have babies? <laughs> so you were saying, um, you were saying why or when will we know when we have achieved that objective of getting rid of racism or whatever? And you were saying, why are we always looking at this? By looking at this, we are reinforcing the notion. That's what you were saying earlier. And
1: I no, think... No, 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 uh, Can I just clarify?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so it's not about um, when have we got rid of it. It's not going to be possible to get rid of it because it's discrimination, right? It's not going to yeah. be possible. You're going to have your elements at an individual level. I think there's a few things to it. You need to decide how far down the, the sort of social scale you want to get to to eradicate it before you realize, okay, there's nothing we to can do to, to like to control it at this level, individual in-house level, for example, um, that'll probably be that would probably, if we look at it seriously, be, be dictated by what, in realistic terms, are we able to measure? It's not practical to like monitor every single person in the UK for levels of racism. Okay, so so therefore, it's not possible to go down to that level of, of uh, implementation of a lack of of uh, getting rid of racism. A point I think what I'm saying is, if it was me <laughs> in an ideal world, I and mean, it is like Hugh, you want to get rid of racism in the UK.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay. It'd be that's not. It's not really possible to measure when that's achieved because what I just said, you can't go down and, me- and judge people at the individual level, get in the heads, understand it. Um, it is it is possible to measure it at certain like council levels and on a on a very loose loose way uh, through crime statistics like race crime statistics through um, ob- public observations of people. But the thing is, I ways. don't think
2: uh, I but, don't but, think those are loose ways.
1: But, no, but so so my my. I my, my suggestion would be what can you measure how can you measure it and what, and what are those levels now what are the levels of racism now okay there's 2% of violent crimes in London are are race crimes and uh 20% of uh, of um of employees are conducting a national survey in in business uh, say that they feel um, discriminated against because of their race. Okay, where do we want to get to? What's achievable? Let's make that twenty percent, five percent. Let's make the two percent of crimes violent crimes in London one percent. That's what we're aiming for. We get that stage, you can't do any more. For example, you need to have a, you got to have targets. When do we stop?
2: So I think again, I think this is very huge. <laughs> this is very you we need the target i need a time frame <laughs> a detailed you know plan exactly that's you exactly that is you i mean that is not how life works that is not well, how i tell you what, I, I, tell you
1: what. I, I tell you what let's set a target and not know when we've achieved it and let's waste a shared ton of effort time effort resources money i don't think it's it. wasted this is what's happened in America? I, I absolutely has. It absolutely has with the racism in America. It's absolutely what's happening in America. How
2: now, have they? How have they wasted
1: out, it? If there's an interaction between a black person and a white person, for the most case, it's a uh, you know this room. They oh they did the, they pulled the race card. It was happening years ago. And it, when I say they, I'm not talking about black people. I'm just talking race. Okay, it doesn't matter who we talk about. Either yeah. way, in, in the same in the same uh, light of uh, gender, You need to know when you need to start dialing it down, because it becomes a different kind of problem, a different beast, like I said earlier. I think, it so, helps no one apart from the media.
2: I think, exactly, I think it has become a different kind of beast because of the media, because of those isolated cases that have been in the mainstream and the ones... That probably get to or get to most people first and actually get to them in the sense that bother them, you know, and I think the the main reason is because you are a white male who has not himself been through it, so your reality would be very different if you weren't um white male. It's the same you were talking about rape earlier when we were talking about gender violence and one of the biggest things when it comes to rape is false accusations so what you what you would say what you would call a different kind of beast so false accusations again i can't give you the exact number because number we but we have got the data collected country in this um yeah here where i live um the number of false accusations was like 0 comma something like literally nothing in comparison right to Wait, all the other accusations that again
1: sorry you broke up a bit there comparing who to who
2: the number the actual numbers here the data that i was um studying in this course um the number of false accusations literally 0 comma It's it's almost nothing. But if you look at the different kind of beast you're referring, this is all we get in the media, or mostly what we get. If there is one false accusation in the globe, it would go around the globe, all over the place, and everyone would be like, oh, my God, that lassie uh, ruined that man's life. How can you say something like that? Uh, I think it's the same, it's it's to compare it to what you're saying about uh, race, I think. But
1: but the outrage there is not because of the, it's not because of... um, The outrage there is not caused by the false accusation of rape. It's caused by the fact that the guy was allowed to be named and accused. It's not, like, that... That's that problem. I mean, it's a different thing. The, the problem with the false accusation of rape is the, flip, the flipping accused gets named.
2: Yeah. Victims that's get named, named all the time. It's
1: not around gender. That's the problem with that. Mm. I, know, I know a bloke who got raped by a woman.
2: Yeah, it does happen. Yeah, I don't know why you're different. smiling.
1: Because it's, you're like,
2: I've got an example, <laughs> I've got an example, yeah.
1: Because, uh, because, uh, it's a... <laughs> because it's uh, it's one of those you go, What <laughs> people go, Ouch. oh my
2: god, is that how how's you it, reacted? Man,
1: a man get raped by a woman? And plus, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it is that to us, not us, to him, like he didn't file a police report, he didn't file a, a, a and why not? And the reason he didn't is because. I know, I'm speculating. and He was a military guy. Yeah. And the reason he didn't is because he didn't feel threatened. He wasn't like a, you know, unless he got given an STD, I don't know if he did. You know, that would be a different cut of fish, but he wouldn't know until that, like weeks later anyway after oh he got the test. But he, you know, he didn't feel threatened. It was like a, a, a and, and, and sex is a different thing for men and women to when it means different well, things. Bloody women. hell. Well,
2: this is be. like never ending
1: well. Right, I you. thought
2: we'll be approaching some kind of conclusion even, by now.
1: Even if even if you don't hear it, I'm gonna tell a story because people are thinking, What? Some dude got right? Yeah. I know You're all right with
2: but, you telling his story.
1: Let me tell his story, it's not for your benefit. You you can be a you can be a listener for the minute.
2: But did That's you ask rare. for his consent?
1: What? Is
2: he okay with you telling this story?
1: Well, I'm not gonna name him.
2: Right,
1: okay, Fuck, no. So this happened in uh this happened in Darien Lines in Brecon, which is uh, the home of the infantry battle school. I'm I gonna get the military police talking with the one in the morning, or the police. Uh years ago, a long time ago. Long story short, there is a shop on camp. There are there were civilians manning that shop. Uh there were ladies. And uh they were um how do we describe it they they like to they like to socially interact with people oh my god
2: i know what you were gonna say yeah
1: <laughs> anyway guy comes back goes to bed uh above in the flat above the shop i believe it in the flat above the shop i believe and um he he fell asleep drunk they may have interacted before he fell asleep i don't know uh, but mm-hmm. anyway, he woke. He woke up next morning uh, with a, a common male physical situation going on.
2: Yeah. Uh, he
1: he was not flaccid. Mm-hmm. Morning, morning glory, <laughs> and to find her uh, engaging him in sex, he was asleep. He woke up.
2: Right. We got it. <laughs> it's fine. We don't need a picture. It's fine. Yeah. Hi.
1: Hate- Amusing story. How do we go into that?
2: God knows. Um, I, don't think,
1: I don't think I'm convinced that uh, gender is a social construct. Well, I, I, I was
2: going to uh, say that this... I was going to say, if I can get two seconds, I was going to say that this... <laughs> <laughs> this construction of gender, right? This gender construct and this gender discourse... Dominant discourse we all buy affects both men and women. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was. That's what I am all about. We ended up talking about females, and we ended up talking about inequality for females because of the way the conversation went, right? But when we talk about, for example, queer theory, right, or queer in reality, or gender fluidity what we're trying to do is we're trying to get rid of those dominant discourses that affect and as much as they affect women. So you were saying, for, example, for example, the it's something like, he obvious, obvious reasons. So the idea, and we're seeing it more and more, uh, due to numbers and cases of suicide, male suicide, right, and mental health, and the question of speaking and the question that men can also speak, men can also cry, men can also uh, struggle, right? The construction of gender, the construction of heteropatriarchy affects and harms both male and female in the same way, I would say, but has had historically different effects on women but when we're talking about inequality we're not talking about a gender pay gap we're not talking only about that that's one you're example
1: not, you're not moron i'm not
2: no when i say we this is the collective we that you use you know at university we means me <laughs> <no one> else. <laughs> it's just me but it sounds better if we if i say we right Instead of just this crazy person, no, it's absolutely my own opinion, uh, based on a lot of study, right? Not on what on some on things I saw on social media or watched on the telly. Uh, but it's 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 good that you made that final point or that that, that example about a man um, not feeling that he could speak about this or report it because it would ref- reflect badly on his masculinity. So. I think because of this uh, movement or whatever you want to call it about paying more attention to this and explaining to men that they can also speak about their feelings is a very good example to show how the patriarchy or heteropatriarchy or the main ideologies around gender harm both men and women. And we should get rid of them. And that's what gender fluidity tries you to say do. You say
1: that. You say that. I mean, look, we we you made a good you made a good uh, you, you mentioned something at the start, right at the start of the podcast about the, the use of the word natural. Mm. Um. And what is natural? And so I, my my opinion, on, I've got a, I've got a point. This there is relevance to what I'm saying here. Uh-huh. Else. I'll find it. <laughs> I'll invent it. Is that, um, to me, nature is what we are now. What we're doing now. Nature is everything from the nuclear bombs to
2: um Yeah, but to, for uh, my, for to a flower for boy, loads, right?
1: But for, go on, to, go
2: on. for loads of people, nature is God. Creationism is nature. Well, exactly, but who says that you're right and they're not? I mean a hundred percent. I I don't believe creationism, but what we talk about nature and biology and essence and goodness and badness is very dangerous territory. You're walking into very dangerous uh, territory, very dangerous terms that have been used to, because of what I just said. So if you think about Going back to Foucault, he writes the the history of sexuality. He um, analyzes how homosexuality was um, constructed as a perversion, right? Back in, um, there's this seminal work called um, Psychopathia Sexualis by...
1: Psychopathic exiles.
2: I'll send you you a list of references because it's all words, all names are literally impossible to but in this, um, it's basically a German psychiatrist who wrote a seminal work on um, sexual pathology published in 1885 if I'm not mistaken. So that's the first book where there's a doctor writing down in a book saying if you're a homosexual, you're sick. It's a pathology. It's a perversion. There's something wrong with your psyche. There's something wrong with everything. So people have been killed, persecuted, um, segregated because of their sexual identity, their gender identity, or whatever you want to call it. So that's what I mean when I say people are still getting persecuted for it today it's still illegal to be homosexual in many countries in the world so that's why i mean when when we say when i say it's dangerous to use those terms i'm saying be careful because you're talking to me and i understand where you're coming from and i know you but other people who listen to this might not understand what you're trying to say or might not might not know where you're coming from
1: well, that's interpretation i do and, and that's uh that I mean that's interpretation. And that's and if I'll say what I wanna say and if people don't understand it or take it offensively I don't don't, don't mean offence, but don't mind or change what I'm saying. Um, you you need either like listen again and interpret it a different way or not like it and fuck off.
2: Absolutely. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying it's 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 a good exercise to reflect upon the meaning of words. That's all I'm saying. And I know that's something you are not a fan of either. The fact that words (laughs) do, you know, words do have meaning and words do have an impact on people and words can be hurtful. Why would you,
1: why would you think I don't, I don't believe that? Of course I believe that. Many
2: many examples are not appropriate for the podcast. (laughs) can't can't
1: can't say brilliant brilliant no um we we need to continue this conversation I think we need to start wrapping it up but we do need to continue the conversation definitely
2: I'm gonna send so I'm gonna send you a list okay with some things that I think you should read
1: yeah do that do uh, do that I'll post them out as well and um no let's do it again I'm like it's a. I have, you know, there's cert, certain things around I have strong feelings around. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean I don't understand that um, I don't have all the information. I have very little of it. I'm not opposed to changing my, my viewpoint on it.
2: No, but um, can I just say something? The impression I get when I speak to you is.
1: I'm awesome. You're, I'm awesome.
2: You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> i Hunt for me, protect me from <laughs> bears and fucking wolves. <laughs> no, 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 no. The feeling I get is you are, I'm not saying you're, you're not, you are open-minded, right? And it's great for you, you're not. But I feel like everything I say, you discard with a counter-argument that only stems from your brain. So I think if you re-watch this or you listen to this again, you will see that all your counter arguments come from your mind. From where something new. Where, you,
1: where do yours come from?
2: Well, they're Same based thing. on. They're based on the, the rules of
1: the study your, the and your, reading. They're the based on your experiences. Mine are based on my experiences. Yeah. My, exactly. experience, my experiences in this in these areas are much, much, much less than yours. Much less than yours. I'm probably restricted of to a couple of, of Google searches and social media. That's it. Um. No, I, I understand that. But 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 um. It doesn't... it
2: doesn't mean mine is more valid than yours. It's no. just no. I'm not saying that. I don't want to say that at all. What I want to say is, it's a good exercise again to for a minute and go right. Where You're, did I get that from?
1: You are mistaken this for a debate where I want to win and you want to win. It's not the case. I, I'm I, not. I, I I'm a,
2: not. Don't I tell an, me. What I, have, I,
1: have, <laughs> I have an understanding of things. This is my my opinion on things. I acknowledge. I acknowledge that you are much more more experienced in this these areas than I am. So that's the conversation. I really fucking enjoyed it. We should do, definitely do it again. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Because <laughs> you, you had a beer.
2: Well, yeah. I finished it, yeah.
1: <laughs> Where yeah can, I, uh...
2: didn't mean, I didn't mean to sound condescending. I didn't mean to say you need to read to speak about this or to know about this. No, I'm sure um, a doctor can watch this conversation and think I'm full of shite and think I'm wrong and she or he can speak to me and, and tell me all the things that I've gotten wrong in this conversation do you know what I mean? I'm saying it's a good idea to always think about where our beliefs and where our ideas come from where did we get them to, just, to, just to think um, if we want to keep them or if we want to modify them
1: no cool No, good, good cool. conversation um where can people find you online? What? <laughs> Nowhere. And where can people find you online?
2: Nowhere. I'm not online. There you are. No, I'm not. Well, for my very close. Gonna say, I'm
1: going to tag you anyway. So what, how could, if people want to follow you because they go, oh, I look, She talks some sense. Where no. can people find you?
2: They can't. I'm sorry. Are you serious? Why would someone want to follow me? Can I
1: link your uh, can I link your LinkedIn profile on when I post it?
2: Uh, my work uh, that says what I work. I'm gonna, I'm
1: gonna tag you in it all anyway. I right, it's I being... still have
2: to authorize it for it to show. So don't be so. I'm gonna tag right. you.
1: Be careful of all the uh, all the men. They might want to enact violence on you.
2: I will. I'm always looking out. <laughs>
1: Thank you very much. Right. Bye.
2: Bye.
0: That is it. Thank you for listening to the podcast. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please do two things for me. If you're an iPhone user, an iPad user, an iTunes user, please leave a review for the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. It does genuinely bring me a little bit of joy. Every time we see someone's left a new review for the podcast. Um, also, please do reach out to Eileen, out to Ilu, and and let her know. Hey, listen to the podcast, enjoy the conversation. Cool. Thanks for putting the time or words to that effect. Whatever I don't know, but let 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 her know. Let let the, and for all the podcasts, let the guests know um, that you enjoyed it. Um, and thank you for enjoying it. And thank you for doing that. That is it. So sponsors the podcast. Sponsors of the podcast again today were Rugby for the Heroes, not for profit organization, raising money for military charities. I know this organization very well. I trust them implicitly and I've benefited from them in the past. So I know exactly what they're will of and how honest an organization they are. Go to Rugby for Heroes on social media at Rugby Number Four Heroes on social media to keep a tab on what's going on. See when the next events are coming up. Always at these events, the Rugby for Heroes events, there's almost always some of the podcast guests turn up, podcast fans turn up. Um, so if you if you if there's an event on and you can get to it, get to it. I will buy you a beer. To let me know. He said, "Oi, on that on that podcast, I said i He said, uh, "If anyone rocks up to the Rugby for Heroes stuff, you'd buy my beer." So just <laughs> just remind me. Thank you to Rugby Heroes, amazing work. Also, thank you again to Westway Nissan and um, the UK's largest Nissan dealership. Don't forget, with Westway, if you go on go and buy a, a new or a used car from them because they do both, new or new and used, you can get up to a twenty percent discount off that purchase. Twenty percent is massive. If you are buying a uh if you are buying a ten thousand pound car, that's like two grand off. Obviously that's basic math, not taking in all the other stuff. Um <laughs> but to try and uh to try and impress on you just how big twenty twenty percent is. It's a big old amount. It's thousands of pounds. Um so yeah. few vehicles, go to Westway. Westway Nissan dot 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 UK Westway dot UK and also on all the social media Westway Nissan. Thank you to them. Thank you to you Thank you to the guest. Thank you for everybody. Until the next time,
3: out.